RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children, where all of our guests, our expert guests, are provided by the American Academy of Pediatrics. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we are talking about how our kids can help and be involved in climate change. Joining me is Dr. Steph Lee. She's a pediatrician with Penn State Health and a spokesperson for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Lee, it's a pleasure to have you with us. And as I was telling you a little off the air, I am from the 70s, a big old tree-hugging, hippie, liberal, try and reuse, recycle, all of those kinds of things. And I've tried to teach my kids this. But in this day and age, waste is want. I mean, we just waste so much stuff. How can we teach our kids to not be so wasteful? Now, I will point out right at the outset here that I think one good thing that has come, Dr. Lee, from all of the Internet, I just really even noticed it the other day, is we're not using as much paper. You know, we're just really not printing things out. We're not using as much toner and printer and paper. And so in some ways, there have been some good changes. And in other ways, I mean, we watched Lake Erie getting cleaned up. I don't know how old you are, but I saw that. So tell us what you want us to do. Things that our kids and we can do right now to involve ourselves and hopefully affect some of the climate crisis. Yeah, I think this is a very important topic. Thank you so much for inviting me onto the podcast. I think, you know, one of the issues is we're such in a connected world, social media, 24-7 news, and children are seeing the climate-fueled disasters like fires, you know, polluted waters, severe storms. And so it's there's a lot of things that we can t- teach our children right from the beginning on how they can do their part to advocate and start working on solving the climate crisis one step at a time. So I, we'll, we'll break it down through ages. I think it's really, you know, um, important to kind of look at based on, you know, toddlers and young children, school age, and then teenagers, ways that you can talk to your kids and also teach them about being climate responsible. So if you're thinking about toddlers and young children, you know, they're just beginning to learn about their relationship with the world. It's a perfect time for them uh, to start to enjoy nature and, you know, just the out, outdoors. So some ideas to help kind of build that connection with nature and appreciation, you know, take nature walks and show how weather actually affects nature. Talk about how weather makes the different seasons. You can point out bird nests, for example, and you can talk about how seasons can influence when and where birds make nests, you know, about uh, the migration that can happen and focus on how, you know, all wild animals they do need uh, homes that may need protecting based on, you know, where you live. If you're in an urban area, if you're even in a rural area, there are certain ways that you can uh, teach how people can coexist without encroaching on uh, animals' homes and th- their environment. One other way, too, to um, help encourage, you know, a very hands-on experience, you know, is to help have your kids help pick out fruit, vegetable, or flower seeds you want to plant in your garden, or herbs to plant in your kitchen if you're not a gardener, a gardener person. Um, young children, they can help take care of plants. They can help 
uh, you know, foster that excitement to see something grow from nothing. And I think that's really important because it helps start, you know, plant those seeds of um, understanding why it's important to pay attention to nature and not uh, to to that cycle where, um, you know, things can start from one thing and then can really grow into something beautiful and then you have to nurture and take care of it. Um, Especially, that helps also plant uh, that discussion, start that discussion about trees and how they help with, you know, recirculating air and how that helps us breathe. So when there's pollutants in the air, because one of the big issues that comes with uh, climate change is air pollution, right? That really affects children's health the most. Um, There's certainly a lot of different other consequences, but I think that's, uh, especially for children's health, that's one of the most actionable items that we can tackle. Well, I agree with you, and those are all really good bits of information. So one of the things, and I mean, it's the elephant in the room, we have to discuss it, is that now climate science and those of us that believe in science, is now being politicized. And our kids are hearing on TikTok or Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is, they're seeing what could be referred to as both sides. But, I mean, if you're going to believe the smartest people on the planet, there is not two sides to this really important discussion. How do we discuss with our kids what they're hearing about that climate change isn't real? that this is just, how can they, how, you know, okay, that's a whole nother show, but how do we discuss that with our kids, that there is this sort of differing, different views and that it's become political? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's hard, especially since when you're as a, as a kid, you don't really care about what the politics and what that means. And so I think from a parent's perspective, it's a, no matter where you lie you're, um, on the political spectrum, I think just teaching about you know, caring for the environment and enjoying outdoors. I see it too personal, but I, I am married to someone from the other side of the political spectrum. But, you know, he there's a lot of people on both sides who enjoy the outdoors and understand the benefits of having clean air and water. Sometimes I think when you get into the weeds about how to solve the solutions, you get into that more of a conflict. So that's why my recommendation, I think, is to start even just appreciating the outdoors and um, pointing out how the life cycle of you know animals and plants and things work because from there once you get into your teenage you know years they're starting to think more critically like you mentioned being on you know TikTok or other social media and they start to be exposed to other views you have a very good basis for setting them up and saying okay first of all you're you're at the very least right we know that it's important to appreciate and enjoy the environment and from there where do you then you know form your opinions about how to continue protecting the environment right that's when you can have the differing opinions but um, I think from a children's perspective just starting off saying it's important to protect the climate as it is and understand and appreciate that I think that's where you uh, it's a good place to start certainly true and so now what about things like recycling you know, teaching kids about recycling and what, you know, where the plastic is going or if you're going to recycle food. And like you said, into the garden. I mean, that's the best place to put your banana peels and your coffee grounds. But teaching our kids about recycling so they're not just throwing out their yogurt containers. I've been struggling with that for years. 
Yeah, I think that comes to especially for school age children, right? You can definitely begin explaining the concepts and the science behind recycling and again the the life cycle of certain items, right? And and uh, decreasing waste. You can uh, there's a ways to calculate your family's carbon footprints. It's from the EPA.gov and carbon footprint calculator, and you can go through and it'll give you, you know, some suggestions on how you can lower it. So some things that can often come up is, you know, simple things like even turning off the lights after leaving a room, biking or walking if you can whenever possible, um, and even eating more plant-forward diets because uh, there's there can be a lot of uh, emissions even from certain um, meat industry issues. So I think going through that is a, a very good way to help children learn how their personal choices can affect the environment, how they can make change even within their own homes, especially with recycling and you know decreasing paper use as you were talking about because we have such a we've shifted so much to electronic you know videos and even electronically teaching plans, that kind of thing. So and, and that's been one benefit and certainly we don't want that to go away as we start slowly to move back into uh, classrooms. Yeah, that's a great idea for people to look up their carbon footprint. There's calculators, there's carbon footprint calculators, the EPA, there's all kinds of websites where you can figure it out. And that's a great idea, Dr. Lee. It's really something that we can all do that might open our eyes just a little bit and say, whoa, I didn't realize, you know, that truck we're driving is really, is really damaging the environment. So before we wrap up, what do you think are the most important things? If our kids want to get out there, if they want to get their schools involved, if they want to start, you know, some kind of a food drive, I mean, because even helping each other and empathy helps with that whole carbon footprint. It helps just in the bigger picture, right? So how can we get our kids to see this and learn about it so that then they are our future and they can help save this planet? Yeah, I think it's great just even starting to have that conversation, right? And ask your child, you know, where do they want to come up with solutions and really put it in their hands, you know, different ways that they want to express their ideas and their solutions to the problem, right? Like you mentioned, you know, even having a science class presentation or forming a club at a school, if you're in, you know, junior high, high school so that you can get together with interested classmates and kind of brainstorm how to help your local community. There's actually even a national youth advocacy organization that you could join um, to get a little bit more inspiration and talk to peers, especially if you're uh, more of a teenager in the house. You know, they can do a lot more advocacy, especially at that age where they're trying to find a way to make a difference. And I think just participating as a family, right, and having that discussion, you know, what can we do as a family just right in the home to do your part to try and help work on some solutions. I think it's really, it can be very important. Sometimes the problem with climate change and sometimes you see the issues with like big disasters and things, you can feel very helpless. It can be very stressful and, and, and anxiety producing. You already have with the COVID pandemic and everything on top of that. But I think if you kind of boil down and take a look, like as you mentioned, the carbon family footprint, there's lots of ways you can help just little by little. And it's not going to be solved overnight. It's something that you just have to, you know, focus on small solutions. And over time, we'll be able to combat this together. I couldn't agree more. And I know that it's difficult for some kids because it's not tangible. Maybe you see the disaster or you see a family, God forbid, that's had a fire in their house and you give them things to help. 
but this is something that they can't really see all the time except for these big disasters and the weather change that we're seeing. But what great information about getting our kids involved. Dr. Lee, thank you so much. And parents, really share these shows because that's how we start the discussions. That's what these podcasts are really all about is starting the discussions with your kids, with their friends, with masks on and getting these conversations going so that our kids do know how to take the reins because that's what they're going to do. And believe me, I have two teenagers, well, a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old, and they want to take the reins. They want to shove us out because they think that we are not doing that great a job, but we can can do a better job and we can do a good job in teaching them how to be the next in line and how to take care of our plants and our flowers and our planet. So share this show, start the discussions. You can listen on Spotify or TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcast, but we want you to listen at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole for the American Academy of Pediatrics, Healthy Children and Radio MD. Stay well.